to the Prayer Closet. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, the last episode and got something out of it. And and yeah, um, yeah, I guess um, as as I as I keep saying, you know, your feedback is really important. Uh, let me know what kind of things you want me to talk about more. And I've also got some more interesting stuff uh, lined up. Something to kind of break up the monotony of just hearing my voice. Hopefully I can get some guests on to make, make this a bit more interesting for you guys. Uh, but yeah, so today's topic, uh, let's talk about another, I guess, key concept of Christianity. Um, and uh, it'll make it, make it a bit easier or give more of an insight as to why we do the things that we do. So the first first topic we spoke about was your most important relationship. Uh, the second thing uh, we spoke about was grace. Uh, last week we spoke about uh, the blood of Jesus and why it's important. And you know I guess uh, let's let's talk about the importance of reading the word of God, right? Um, look, I as I was saying before, this is all just uh, off the top of my head. And I just wanted to, you know, have a kind of a candid conversation or just uh, just an unpacking of, of my understanding. And hopefully this will um, give, give you guys a bit more insight as to why these things are important in your in your day-to-day Christian life, if you are, you know, just, just starting out. I'm not, I'm going to be as simple as possible. I'm going to try and avoid using, um, you know, the, the words that make you sound fanatically Christian. <laughs> uh, but look, um, this is just to make you understand, give you a bit, a bit more of an, an insight into, um, you know, this, this key thing that is required of a Christian. So, uh, reading the Word of God. Now, the Bible is uh, it's pretty influential if you think about it. Um, there's so many statistics and facts that we can talk about. The Bible being a popular book, uh, you know, uh, inspiring so many things. And I, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy to think that it's used as a comparison for you know a, a set of set of instructions uh, on how to do something right, so it's you might have heard the term you know this is the Bible of mathematics, the Bible of science, the Bible you know s- stuff like that. You know th- those are pretty poor examples, but I can't think of anything on top off the top of my head. So apologies there, uh, but I'm sure you've come across that term. Uh, it's a pretty influential book. If you think about it, it's kind of crazy as to how it all came into into being. And I don't want to go into too much of the history of the Bible, uh, just because I will get some facts incorrect. Um, but let's go into more of the spiritual side of why the Word of God is so important. With, with all these versions of the Bible out there, there's a lot of supremacists and purists as to uh, the type of Bible to read. And you'll, you will have these radical Christians, and I don't mean to box them up, but um, 
these King James only Christians, right? And these people, um, they're a bit, they're a bit, they're a bit radical. Um, <laughs> they're a bit, uh, but look, that's that's not everyone, and that's just that just goes to show how how zealous they are for their relationship with God, right? Um, they believe that they sorry they they want the purest form of the word of god uh, that's unadulterated by all these excessive translations that we've got out there um me personally i use the amplified bible i love it i used to use the niv uh but i found um the amplified to be just a little bit more uh effective in my own study um but if i do need to get like a pretty accurate translation um king james bible is is the way to go um it is a bit hard to uh hard to read um it, but you know if if some people can do it why can't you you know but if i would give you a translation to start reading uh go with the new king james new king james is pretty uh pretty decent translation to read um easier than the king james version uh and not as uh overly translated you know uh like the other ones out there personal preference for me though amplified but if i was giving a recommendation i would recommend the new king james version um but yes so why is reading the word of god so important spiritually speaking now Let's take you as a human, right? Um, it wouldn't be too far-fetched to say that you have a few parts in you, right? So you are made up of body, spirit, and soul. Um, three different parts of, of your being all working as one. So you can't separate um, you guys from... Uh, sorry, you can't separate the three from uh, the one, but three parts of that one being. And that might be ringing a bit of a bell uh, in your ears about, uh, about you know, the Trinity, but, you know, <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, I guess this is what it means by being created in the image of God, right? So just bear with me. So yeah, um, that being made in the image of God. So that is your body. And for your body to function... It needs certain things, right? Uh, to have a healthy lifestyle, you need to lead a balanced, uh, sorry, you need to live a healthy life, right? So you need to eat well, eat clean, uh, exercise well, uh, you know, stay hydrated, uh, work at your physical best, right? So some people um, are able to live this, uh, this lifestyle out really well, other people, not so much. Um, a lot of factors come into play, um, you know, wealth, time, where you are in the world. I mean, not everyone has access to a gym, but uh, you can still work out, right? So that that's the kind of things to lead a healthy life, right? So I don't need to explain this to you guys. Everyone knows how to lead a healthy life. This, this is all relates to how your body is leading, um, your physical body. Is, is being is living a healthy life right the key component to to the body's function is food and water right so 
the food part, the food part of your spiritual man in uh, going deeper or the spiritual woman is uh, reading the word of God. So just as you would fill yourself with burgers or, uh, you know, uh, a healthy meal or something like that, that is the same function that the word of God has uh, to your spiritual side. So reading the Bible is is a hard practice to get into, honestly speaking, and, and speaking from experience, uh, because not everyone knows where to start. And not everyone will give you a clear answer as to where to start. Uh, some people will say, start reading the Bible from Genesis. Other people will say, if you want to read the Bible properly, you start from John. Right? most re- one of the most random things <laughs> but they, they, there is a bit of method to the madness they say start reading from john because uh, the gospel of john uh, gives you a clear understanding of the love of jesus right um it it paints a picture of jesus uh through the eyes of deity um with with the four gospels three of them are very similar to each other uh, but they also, they they but they have they reveal different kind of aspects of Jesus's life. But the Gospel of John is the one that's vastly different to, um, to the rest of them. Um, and the the research shows that, uh, John the disciple had more of a a closer relationship with Jesus than uh, the other disciples did, um, and you know. The, the term in there, the disciple whom Jesus loved, uh, it's uh, it's easy to put your name in there and uh, make it personal for you. So that's pretty uh, interesting and uh, one of the reasons why they say uh, why to start from John. But look, you can, honestly speaking, you can start from anywhere, right? There's nothing, there's nothing stopping you. And and please don't do this. Please don't do this, right? You can you can do it when you're. I believe. Um, <laughs> actually, don't don't listen to me on that. <laughs> don't do this. I mean, do uh, if you want to. It's at your own risk. But don't don't uh, you know? Don't follow my advice. Um, there 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 are stories in which um, people uh, uh, might might tell you. You know, I was searching for an answer, brother, and or I I opened I opened the Bible and and I opened it up to exactly what I needed right so you you're you're um you being you you know you might you might think oh let me let me see if that works for me you're 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 praying one day you got the bible in front of you you get you set the atmosphere all nice and uh and spiritual and then you open up the bible and uh and 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 you're you got your eyes closed page open like god what's the next step in my life and you see the verse um and Judas hung himself and you know <laughs> like oh what you want me to kill myself and, and, and okay maybe maybe that's not what God wants from me and so you, you do it again so you spend some more time in prayer uh, you got your eyes closed you open up the Bible to right page again and like all right God the next thing I see is what I'm going to do and you open up the Bible verse and uh, you know you, you do the same things again so you, you're back at that page and, and you're thinking all right this is what i'm going to do this is what i'm going to do you look at the page and then it says go and do likewise and then you're all just dis- dis- like okay god really wants me to kill myself now so um 
you do the, you do the steps again and you know spend the time in prayer fervent even praying even more now god i need an answer uh then then you open up uh you open up your bible to the to the right page again and then uh and then you, you, your fingers pointing on the verses your eyes closed and then you're saying to God, God, when I open my eyes and I look down at where my finger is pointed, that is the direction for my life because it's coming from your word. And then you open it up and then you see whatever you do, do it quickly. And now you're really distressed, right? Um, and, you know, this is the whole exercise that you did was you trying to understand uh, sorry, it was you just flipping pages in the Bible and trying to think that whatever is on the page is relating to your time and situation right now um, in your own understanding, right? So that's that's always going to lead you to failure. And, and, and you know God doesn't want you to kill yourself. God will never do that. God created you for life. He created you for living your best life, for you to have that relationship with Him. Never to... To cause yourself harm or or put you in a in a position of, of of distress you know like every time that we find ourselves in a position of of failure or or distress most likely it is because of our own doing right god sometimes allows problems and situations to come into your life um to to make sure that you are growing in your faith growing right um and it, it is it is really annoying when it happens, but at the end of the day, when you come out of that situation, you know, it's you're refined. The stuff there's always gonna be stuff in you that needs weeding out. No one is perfect. No one lives a perfect life. Uh, we all seem to think that we're perfection, right? And and me more so than everyone else. We think we're perfection, but as God exposes more and more sorry, as we're exposed to more of life's situations and circumstances, we realize just how imperfect we are. And God will bring to the surface things that need pruning. So you sit down, you deal with that, and you move forward. So you're a better person for coming out of that situation. And look, it, some people have their situations tougher than other people, right? And what's going to sustain you? from these in these situations if you have no if all you have is a sensual connection with god that's not going to take you very far yes it's good yes it's good to feel the presence of god yes it's good to be lifted up by the presence of god but it's not going to sustain you it's like um what is it without downplaying it like i i love the presence of god don't get me wrong this is i mean staying in the presence of God, touching that heaven place, you know, um, is, is so good. Everyone needs to do it in their lifetime. But um, it's like eating a, a Big Mac or, or something from McDonald's. It's not going to sustain you. It, yeah, it looks good. It looks filling for the time being. But like an hour later, you're, you're hungry again. It's not sustaining. But what is going to sustain you through these tough times is the Word of God. The Word of God. That is your ticket through your difficulty, right? That's your ticket through the valley. You know, so many famous Psalms out there. Um, 
some if you're going through um, a, a tough time in your life, you start speaking that, you start meditating on that, you know. Yeah. So you know the the, the one uh, that they read out at every at every funeral. Uh, you know, even if I walk through the valley of death, uh, I will not fear because God is with me. Um, you know, that's that's a powerful psalm. You know. Uh, the valley of death may not be a physical death, but whatever, but whatever you're experiencing, it's excruciating, right? So, claim that over that situation. Claim it over your life. You need that. You need the encouragement from the Word of God. You need the sustenance from the Word of God. It's important for your success in life. It's important important for your growth in life. It's just important. It's it's food. It's for your spiritual for your spiritual side, you know, um, and when, when you're, when you're feeding yourself, right, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just, uh, pick random things or random, uh, ideas or something, you know, you shouldn't just be, you shouldn't just nonchalantly open up the Bible and, and start reading something, you know, I mean, initially you can, but it's not going to be very sustaining for you. Um, ideally, what you'd want to do is, um, uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a bit of an insight into how I started reading the Bible. Um, for me, I put off reading the Bible because I didn't know how, right? I knew you could, um, I knew what you could get out of the Bible because I would listen to sermons uh, from people uh, who are quite quite famous uh, in in terms of Christianity, uh, listen to my pastor, listen to my dad who also speaks, uh, gets a lot of knowledge out of the Word of God. But you know this is how how you know <laughs> it's this is com- complicated sentences, uh, crazy rituals, and all these things in the Bible. How do I make sense of it? I I didn't understand, so I didn't do it. But what, how I started was whenever I was interested in the topic, I would listen to sermons about it, right? So things like the blood of God, uh, sorry, the blood of Jesus or grace or stuff like that. And then um, start looking at the, uh, the Bible verses in that, uh, in that sermon. And I'd go back and read read those reflect on those meditate on those passages and uh you know kind of reverse engineer it <laughs> in a sense uh and yeah so once once i understood how to get you know how to uh, what to read um i started th- thinking about how the words can come to life right how do you get more more inspiration how do you get more um, understanding from what you're reading, like how do you get the flow f- between uh, one thing, one passage, and how does that connect with another passage from the New Testament? You know, it's um, it's it's crazy. Like the Bible is so interconnected within itself. Um, it's 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 insanity. <laughs> you can't explain it. Uh, this is the secondary thing that you need to. Um, need to employ uh when when you're when you're reading the bible right so if the bible is food for your spirit man uh the spirit of god is 
water, right? Food and water go hand in hand with each other. Um, so you need to have the Spirit of God uh, guiding how you read the Bible. Pretty crazy of a thought, right? Uh, how do you be led by the Holy Spirit? That was, that was, an, that was another thing. Um, and that all comes with, you know, going, going back and reflecting on our previous topics. So first of all, we need to be saved, redeemed by the blood of God, blood of Jesus. Once we have our redemption and salvation, that allows us access into the presence of God. Now, the presence of God is where the Spirit of God is. Like He's, because the presence is moving freely, so is the Spirit of God. So He can move freely over us. So whenever um, I'm in my personal time with God in my prayer closet, uh, I'm, I'm joined by the Spirit of God because the Spirit is guiding me on what to say on the direction to pray, on what Bible verse to read, uh, what passage to read, um, and what topic to explore on. So that is, um, that's how, I guess, in, in a nutshell, how you um, rely on the Spirit of God to um, read the Bible. So when, when, when you're listening to the Spirit of God inside you, um, outlining what to read uh, in in the Bible, um, the pet, the words are going to come to life. Seriously speaking, like I'm not without any sense of a lie. Honestly speaking, what I'm saying, hearing it out loud sounds like insanity, you know, <laughs> but I wouldn't be saying it if I haven't experienced it for myself. Um, it's, uh, it, it's something that you need to develop. It's, it's just like, going to the gym right you don't get to deadlifting your body weight the first time you need to start somewhere right you need, you need to start somewhere doesn't matter if people are, uh, are lifting twice their body weight but you still need to start somewhere at the gym and just like that you know don't worry about your your christian friends or your youth leader or your worship leader um being this insightful encyclopedia of spiritual knowledge, right? Don't worry about that. Don't compare yourself to, uh, to that person, you know, because you will be a crappy imitation of that person, but you will be the best version of you. To, uh, sorry, you need to understand that um, comparing yourself to that person isn't going to get you very far. So what you need to do is develop your own understanding, develop your own relationship with God so that the relationship building is only possible because you've been accepted and redeemed by the blood of Jesus, right? So the deeper your relationship with God grows, um, the easier it is for you to start listening to the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And if you put this into practice, right, if you, f if you earnestly pray to God every day uh, by pray I mean have those conversations it's it will be pretty easy to to start get the Bible speaking to you and and um, you know suddenly you're reading Psalms and and you're reading more than just a page you're reading the the, the feelings behind it you're, you're reading the situation it's in then you find its connection um, to to the story of David and then you find that connection to 
uh, to be some prophecy in, 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 in the Old Testament. Then, then you see, uh, you know, you find that prophecy and then that takes you to the New Testament and how, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like reading a treasure map, you know, um, clue after clue after clue. And then you finally get to the end and then, wow, that is your revelation. And then all of a sudden you've got this sermon growing inside of you, right? Because you because you're reading the Bible so much, and you know that's 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 one thing that you can do. Um, that's uh, how it is food for the spirit man, because so, it's it's going to sustain it. Just as food sustains you through a physical trial, the word of God will sustain you through a spiritual trial, right? And trust me, you don't want to be caught without sustenance when you're going through a spiritual trial like those things will destroy you um but you know through the word of god you can overcome i mean if you've got if you've got some great support systems especially a strong christian friend who will pray for you if you're going through a tough time um you've got you've got an advantage but you're still gonna have a tough time if you don't have a relationship with god on your own you know and I kind of feel like I'm being a bit, bit harsh, on uh, on this one, but I think um, I think it is pretty important to have um, a strong routine or a strong understanding of of the Word of God in your life because not only does it you know sustain you, it also gives you direction. Uh, with my example before, you can't you can't just flip the page open and point to the Bible verse and then that's where your that's where your life is going. No, I mean God will guide you on 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 some steps. Like I've I've actually found my life's direction in a lot of prayer and worship time. And then through that prayer and worship, God's spirit has showed me a, a passage in the Bible which relates to exactly what I'm going through exactly what I need to do to get out of that situation. And that's, I guess, spiritually speaking, that's um, one, one, uh, two reasons for reading the Bible, for spiritual sustenance and, um, and direction in your life. Um, another reason is, uh, is I guess, um, find, finding relatability. Uh, sometimes just because, just because people in the Bible lived so long ago uh we we we, li- we put them to lift them to high standards right um as these mighty men and women of god uh, who could do no wrong who who are well beyond uh you know our our capabilities you know god god asked god chose them out of so many people you know he's not going to choose me blah blah, blah. um but we can actually dig deeper into the lives of these people, lives, not lies, lives of these people, um, when, when we read about them, right? So for me, personally speaking, I relate a lot with King David. And yeah, he's, he's a, I mean, like he's a man after God's own heart. Imagine with that label over your life, you know? But when you look at David, he was a flawed man. He's a flawed man. He had such a heart for God, but 
his humanity always got in the way. And, um, you know, understanding that these, these characters, these, these, um, these examples of faith had, you know, the same, uh, uh, shortcomings as you did, as you do, sorry. Um, it's kind of encouraging to say that, you know, God, God chooses broken people. God, God chooses to work through broken vessels, you know, um, because that's uh, and that just goes to show how powerful God is like he can use the most broken person for his glory like and this is something that um we keep going on about in our in our church because you you are the message right I don't need to prepare um a sermon to to preach to you you know my life should do all the talking like my my life should be the sermon for you because I'm, I'm living a life for God. I'm living a life to to um to be in in service of God and and all those and all the uh, the good and bad that comes with that, you know. So that should be a and you know an understanding uh, uh an example or a message, you know. So that's uh, that's what we we try to live out. So. We, sh- we don't need to go and speak the gospel. We should live it out. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's another thing in terms of, uh, yeah, in terms of, uh, in terms of reading the Bible. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've got a lot we can take from the Bible. And, uh, honestly speaking, it is, it is pretty interesting if you, if you think about it. Um, the, the Old Testament, once you get past all the, uh, all the nitty gritty with, uh, the, the different sacrifices and laws and chronicles and, and all of that, I mean, it, it's a pretty interesting read. Like you, you, you can't go wrong with a, with a good session in the Old Testament, but my, my favorite game is trying to find out a shadow of Jesus in, in the Old Testament. Uh, just try and try and do this, right? Um, every time, I mean, this has been uh, confirmed by biblical scholars, so not, it's not something that I'm just pulling out of my head. Um, every time you he- where you see the term the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament, that is pretty much Jesus coming down to, to interact uh, with with the people uh, of the Old Testament, so that is something to look out for. Um, and and in last week's episode, right, um, when we talked about the sacrifice of of the lamb for the sin offering, that is a shadow of Jesus. So try and um, you know think or pick out the shadows of Jesus in in the Old Testament when when you're reading it through. So many examples, so many um, situations and. And, uh, and, and circumstances and all of that, that can, that you can read and, and experience in the old, old Testament, but it's, uh, something pretty important, something that, um, we, we need to have a full understanding of as a Christian, you know, we shouldn't just stick with the old or we shouldn't just stick with the new, right? The new Testament or the old Testament, because they're both important for, um, for our development as 
as a, as a Christian. So I guess have I have I rambled on enough about this? I mean, with with the Bible, it is so 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 important uh, to to have that constant um, that constant connection with God because if you can't feel Him, He's always going to be there on page, you know, so that, that's, that's, that's encouragement, so if you're, if you're more of a facts, or I need a solid explanation, or a solid answer, um, read, read the Bible, uh, I mean, there, there are some, some stuff in there about, um, but let's be honest, like, uh, for me, even I find it hard to believe that donkeys can speak, and, and all of that, but, um, that, that happened in the Old Testament. Those are stories that were written. Um, and the only way I'll get the validity out of that is if I actually ask God himself. But um, some things are easier to believe than the others. But if you look at the purpose as to why the story is in there and and do a bit more, of, um, do a bit of digging around and, and not just take it at face value. I mean, it's easy to read something and, and look at its uh, ridiculousness and, and, and dismiss it, right? But take it into context, take the theme of it and do, do a bit more uh, unpacking of that theme and see how it relates to, to God. Because at, at the end of the day, all roads in the Bible point to Jesus. So you, you'll find an image of Jesus somewhere uh, in, in no matter how crazy of, uh, of a situation you find yourself in the Bible, but it is, it is important. So I guess at the end of the day, when it comes to, um, reading the word of God, uh, the, the two main things that you need to remember as to why it's important is, uh, the fact that the Bible, uh, is, sustenance for the spiritual side of your being and direction for questions or concerns or or um or, or steps that you need to take in your life and with that i guess i'll wrap up this episode and uh and yeah so if you've enjoyed it uh give, give a rating share it with your friends uh and, and yeah, uh, feedback on, on social media. Let me know how things are going. If it's helped you, if it's helped your friends, whatever it is. Uh, Giving a bit more understanding as to why crazy Christians do the things they do. Uh, but yeah, um, whatever it may be, if you've taken something good out of it, you know, run with it. If, if you've found that uh, whatever I've said is just stupidity, well, I hope you've had a good time <laughs> laughing at my stupidity, but it's it's all good. Um, but yeah, until the next time uh, on The Prayer Closet, I hope you guys have a great day.